0: Welcome back to Diferente. This is Maribel Quesada-Smith. Thank you for joining me again. Let's see, where do we leave off? Oh yeah, that's right. So last week we had a new thing that I was trying, which was going off the script, I guess, and doing something different in an unedited episode. And guess what? I liked it and people liked it. And most of all, I liked it. So we're doing it again. And I hope you're okay with that. Bienvenidos! Welcome to Diferente. My name is Maribel Quesada Smith. I'm an expert at questioning everything who wants to bring more color into your life. I'll be coming at you every week with a little humor and a mountain of passion to share with you stories and ideas related to life, culture, creativity, and business that will inspire all of us to explore different perspectives. Don't be surprised if you find yourself motivated to shake things up. That's known to be a side effect of the diferente life, and it's contagious. Now let's get to it. I still don't have a very good title for it. I think I'm going to call it the rough series instead of the raw series, just because there's like a weird vibe to the word raw. I don't know. I feel like it's overused, not weird, just overused. Everybody's raw this, raw that, they're eating raw, they're doing raw imagery, they're doing raw art. It's just like, all right, whatever, let's just go with rough. So I'm going to go with the rough series, because it goes along with rough cut, which is what this episode technically is, because my editor is not actually going to touch it. All right. Over two years ago, I wrote a piece for my former blog, Not the Cool Girl, called how to find and kill your passion. And I really wanted to bring that back because it is such perfect timing yet again to talk about one thing that I've been bringing up a lot during the season of Diferente and that is perfection. We have talked about that in numerous episodes. In fact, we've talked about fear of not being perfect. We've talked about fear of not feeling perfect. And also what you have to do to feel more confident without being perfect. So it has kind of ruled my life over the last year, this theme of fighting perfection, because for so many years in my life, I have wanted and strived to be perfect. Finally, I realized that that's not possible. And I know that most people out there probably know that, but it's like, you need to hear that and you really need to sit with it and live with that thought for a long time to really believe it and remember that there's no such thing as perfect. So I've been very conscious about making sure that I remind myself of that because guess what? It's not about making mistakes. It's not about feeling like, oh, I'm not gonna put pressure on myself I'm not gonna, you know, strive for this higher level of quality or whatever. It's not about that. It's not like I'm taking pressure off myself to do great things. I love doing great things. I just want to take the pressure off being a perfect human being. There's just no, there's no such thing. And once you take that pressure off, you will realize how much your life will change in ways that you would never even expect. For example, you no longer have to feel like you have to put up with being someone that you don't really wanna be. Because if you don't want to put your makeup on in the morning, you don't have to. And sometimes we only do that because we want to seem perfect or we want to look a certain way. So that's what I mean with getting control of your life and remembering that perfection is not something to really strive for. Also, perfection really stops us from trying new things And perfection stops us from taking risks because we don't want to be or seem like we're making mistakes. And if we are going to try something new that we've never done before, we don't want to fall on our face. We don't want people to see us be embarrassed. So therefore, we just don't do it. And that's, I think that comes from that fear comes from wanting to be perfect all the time. So again, perfection does not have to rule your life. And I think that this piece is perfect for this moment in life not just for me, but for many of you out there who have been listening to Diferente this whole year. I think we've gone on a very interesting journey, I know. Hang with me, it's been a little windy. It's like we've done a lot of different topics, we've tried a few things, but that's what it's all about. This is a creative journey and I'm just so glad that you're still here with me. Okay, here we go. How to find and kill your passion. I can't tell you how many times I've heard someone ask, what is your passion? It always feels like a loaded question. If you answer nothing, you're a loser. If you answer too precisely, you're a snob. And if your answer is not long enough, people think you made it up on the spot. Which is usually what happens in my opinion because we're all so afraid to be cut with our passion pants down that we often make shit up as we go just so we don't seem like weirdos roaming around through life without a passion. The trouble with passion is that it's hard to detect. Sometimes it lays dormant for years inside your soul only to wake you up from your sleep one day and shake you out of your miserable existence. Other times, a passion reveals itself after a traumatic experience and reassures you. But there's not just one passion. Thinking that we should all have just one passion and focus on that one till death do us part is not only unrealistic, it's fucking torture. Your passion can change. Maybe today you're passionate about feeding the hungry and tomorrow you want to be a makeup artist. It's okay. It's the doing that matters, not the passion alone. What use is it to me to be passionate about writing if I never do it? Oh, shit, we're talking about me now, right? (laughs) As I was saying, what good is it to me to be passionate about storytelling and sharing ideas with the world if all I do is complain about how I don't have time to write anymore or I don't have time to blog anymore or I don't have time to create anymore? If you haven't noticed, it's been almost a year since my last blog post. Side note, this is from where I had a blog. (laughs) How did I go from blogging weekly to monthly to never? I lost my passion to perfection. That's what happened. Somewhere along the way, I came up with the ridiculous idea that what I was writing no longer mattered. I had an existential crisis because I started writing and then suddenly I was in love and engaged and then poof, my ideas were all gone. I had no more dating experiments to run, no more bitching to do about dating, no more funny stories to share because I was happy. So I decided to focus on work. And back then, just so you know, I was wedding planning. So that took up a lot of time. Anyway, as I was saying, I decided to focus on work and wedding planning. And then one day I woke up feeling miserable and I couldn't figure out why. I cried. I got mad. I blamed my job, my anxiety, my need for perfection, and even television for my lack of passion. I sunk so deep in my self-doubt that one day I decided I no longer knew what I was good at. So I paid for the Myers-Briggs test to tell me what I was good at. The results told me that my personality aligns with creative roles such as producing, writing, directing. Funny, right? According to the Myers-Briggs results, I would also be happy in roles where I can help enhance people's lives such as coaching or being a chef or creating anything that makes people's lives better. That's right, I paid to find out that I should be doing what I have already been doing or have been meaning to get to. So what was stopping me? I realized after reading several thought-provoking books like Big Magic and You Are a Badass that I wasn't missing my passion. I was missing the action. I feared for so long to do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing that I stopped writing and stopped creating. Instead, I got stuck in this awful stupid place, I like to call the perfection stage, where I ran my ideas by people, wrote down paragraphs, started projects, only to rip them up before I could finish. But what goes on the internet lives on forever. I have to be careful about what I post. It has to be perfect. These were the thoughts I had in my head. On and on, the wheel of crazy, passion-killing thoughts turned and turned in my head. Until one day, after the presidential election was over and I had cried the salt out of my body, I had an epiphany. If a candidate can get elected after a very long period of verbal diarrhea on Twitter, what the hell am I afraid of? Who am I trying to impress? I've been so afraid of making mistakes that I have stopped creating and I've essentially stopped living as my authentic self. This is why I decided to go on a journey to fight perfection. Maybe not fight, that's a little extreme, but to definitely question perfection. Leave perfection to God. Down here, we have to learn as we go. Not by living perfectly, but by doing, falling, and getting up again. Then repeat. This episode is sponsored by Social Mosaic Communications, a branding boutique founded on the idea of embracing your diferente. Go to socialmosaic.us to start creating with purpose. Oof, that is what I call the perfect read. (laughs) Just kidding. There's no such thing. Thank you so much for joining me again on another episode of my rough, rough cut, Rough. cut. You know what? English is my second language, okay? So don't judge me too hard. If you enjoyed this episode or if you've enjoyed any of the Diferente episodes, be a great neighbor and share them with your friends or your neighbors. Until next time, keep it real and stay imperfect, my friends. Thank you for listening to Diferente. If you like this episode, let me know by leaving a five-star review and by sharing a screenshot of this podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Hasta pronto!